Yo, what's up everyone? Long time no here. This is V, aka Vernon English. Welcome to Spikey Bebop. S-P-I-K-E-E-B-E-B-O-P. Yo, what's up? I speak to you informally so you know how informally this is. Because, I mean, I haven't even started in smoking my weed yet. <laughs> it's been a few days. I want to say, like, what, three or four days since I last recorded the last podcast. And I thank uh, everyone uh, for the responses. Thank you guys for listening. The more and more you guys support the art, the more intricate uh, my art becomes. And so I get the liberty of doing uh, more and more and adding different things at different time intervals and different stories. Uh, my mind has been full of, you know, stories that I can include. And I've jotted some notes down here and there, but uh, just to show, you know, this is a writer's room. And I also double that. And I say this at the beginning of, you know, most of my podcast to showcase two other writers and other people in this place called Los Angeles, aka the West Coast. Shouts out to all you guys. Uh, just because... I know everyone is doing uh, their own things and, you know, we're all experiencing uh, social media. We're all experiencing this thing called life and it's different. And, you know, us all together, you know, and all our genius minds can make something uh, amazing. And I see it every day. I see glimpses of it. I see, you know, all of the amazing uh, potential. And it is never a poor a point in the day where I'm bored that's impossible <laughs> literally like I was literally you know skating and I was like hey you know it's impossible for me to be bored like legit like even if I'm just sitting there looking at the ceiling and my mind is always thinking of something and you know this progression or this attainment or you know getting something uh, teeters on being on a ph philosophical level and um, I'm just happy, I'm proud. Uh, I'm gonna get back into the grind of every day uh, pumping out a podcast. So I think I just gave myself a few days of rest <laughs> and um, you know, getting into the groove of things and uh, it will wind up into the point that I have my interview, which is I think a few days before St. Patrick's Day. So definitely be looking for that. Um, I have to spend some time and uh, talk about who this gentleman is that I will be interviewed by and how uh, humbled I am to be, you know, in this, you know, I guess, facility. It's just uh, an honor to do so with the Above the Bar podcast and how, you know, cool they are and just giving the platform for people to speak their mind and inspirational stories. And for me, uh, I'm just, you know, this is 2023, three years in on my podcast, and I'm just excited uh, to show things to my wife, show things to my son, and uh, the rest of you guys that inspires my writing, and how confusingly crazy convoluted my story is, and purposefully so. All the reasoning why. <laughs> Say that five times fast, right? And, you know, my, my podcast is not just based off of, you know, me watching anime or cool TV shows. Uh, there's other things in life that inspired me, um, such as my family, my wife, my son, and, you know, them and all of their awesomeness and how they deal with the things that I deal with and how they deal with other things uh, also gives me, you know, inspiration to keep moving forward and to build on this thing and to make it fun. 
there's been, you know, there's so point in this point in my life where I've been trained to do certain things and, you know, getting to the point or attaining something was supposed to be not fun. <laughs> like getting money was supposed to be not fun. Um, you know, your passion was supposed to be uh, blood, sweat and tears. And uh, you're supposed to be, you know, shot down by everyone, uh, the world, basically. And it was supposed to be, you know, pulling teeth and nails to attain something that I had as a vision in my head. And I never, you know, figured that as a picture in my head, first and foremost. So before I even get into the subject matter of what inspires me, these are the things that drive me and uh, separate and differentiate me from other uh, writers, you know what I'm saying? Because each one has their own story. Each one has their own uh, purpose as to why they wake up in the morning. And for me, um, I always wanted to create a space where I always had time for my family. And I, this is before I even had a family. <laughs> to get to this point of freedom to, you know, decide throughout your day, like, hey, this is what I want to do. Hey, this is what I don't want to do is only certain gifts uh, given to, you know, creatives uh, versus someone else going into a field that they work or uh, do certain things uh, or are paid to do certain things by others. And for a writer, you know, it, it's the world is your playground and your canvas, literally, in dialogue-wise, setting-wise, color-wise, everything that you can think of, uh, if you want to go and overthink a certain situation is at your fingertips and for me I'm looking at all the things that are coming into my my forefront or my attention and you know it's Modern Family uh, which is a great and crazy obviously show for 11 seasons and um, you know I watched a few other different movies which I haven't seen in a crazy long time and uh, I'm going to check out some other movies too uh, tonight and uh, these are just certain things that, you know, inspire my story. And I'll talk about this at the end of how it has influenced it. But I just had to make these tidbits because everyone is always, oh, uh, writers got to do this. Writers got to do this, this, this. And, and every writer does not operate the same. Not every artist operates the same. Obviously, you could go... <laughs> travel to Acapulco and have a party up there and then make a song in the studio in Los Angeles or, you know, Hawaii. And that wouldn't be wasted time. You know, someone else from the outside looking in would be like, oh, well, that's just an artist doing what an artist does. You got to have that same sentiment when it comes to writers and other people who create content. So those are just certain things, even for us as writers, to not get this overbearing uh beating up on ourselves of how we do certain things as long as you keep the goal in mind you know what i'm saying like i have in the back of my mind like i'll use this for a book or i'll remember this or i'll remember that uh, about a certain character their way they dress you know what i'm saying the way that they talk or a joke whatever the case may be these are little subtle things that i've been paying attention since i was a little kid and I would just sit there and observe, you know, how characters do certain things. And I thought it was interesting if, you know, I turned another channel and another character was doing something, but completely different and said the same thing. Those are certain things. Oh, what makes me laugh? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not just slapstick comedy. It's, 
not just mistaken identity it's something else or the sense of this thing or or i guess you would call it spark that you can't really truly even describe that draws your eye to something and your attention and those are the things that you know you know without a shadow of doubt are great uh things of quality now <laughs> i have to comment on this and this would definitely inevitably go over uh the 17 minutes which i usually record but uh my wife brought something to my attention of you know a reality tv show and i've been you know brazenly uh chill on reality tv shows I'm from the older generation, so I've seen them, the first, 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 first reality TV show, and that one was sus, like, (laughs) it was okay, you feel me, like, I was really confused as to why people were walking around in a house that was obviously a mansion, and obviously they got paid to live in, and then they were mad, upset, and angered, like, for me, I personally, I didn't understand it when I was six, seven, and I was just looking at them like they were crazy, and I don't know, it was this marriage from, you know, live video feed to, you know, the internet to reality TV TV that has changed, you know, our culture overnight, and I never really, you know, looked down on it, because I was watching it too, (laughs) shit. Uh, Road Rules uh, Challenge, you know, when they combined it with them doing ridiculous things, uh, it became like this pseudo-American Gladiator type aspect or Ninja Warrior where uh, we would be wondering who would be on the show the next week. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it has morphed and kind of evolved into another template or different type of genre. And it's kind of just, you know, drama-filled and, you know, definitely fueled with this intention of showing us certain things that we haven't seen. And it's pretty much the only thing that I can attribute why uh, we watch uh, reality TV nowadays. Because, I mean, it's complete entertainment value. I jokingly say, you know, I, you can lose whatever by watching it, but that, that's all jokes. It's, it's, it's all, you know, scripted, but it's really uh, a form of, like I say, entertainment. The people on the TV shows or the reality TV shows are getting paid, literally, and they're getting paid for what it is that they're doing on the show, twice fold. So I would say that the people we're watching are very smart. <laughs> And, um, yeah, like, they, they really have understood this uh, dynamic of attention. And for me, I can't, you know, shoot that down. I can't really, God, what can I say? If I say anything else, it would be, you know, out of hate. And that's not where I'm coming from. It's an appreciation for someone uh, continuing something. And as they say in that show, getting a bag. <laughs> I won't comment as to which reality TV show uh, I was watching, but, you know, I respect these characters. I respect um, what it is that they're bringing to the art form, what they're bringing to everything, the forefront. Shouts out to the West Coast. It just blew my mind because I wasn't expecting it. (laughs) It's been a while since you, you know, watch TV and you see something and it's, you know, off the wall crazy 
just by standards of someone fighting over something obscure or small by comparison and then making a big deal about it and by comparison your life seems a lot more you know together <laughs> as I told my wife this so um, I was watching that and uh, I definitely saw a few other films and uh, I love this you know older films older films always have this sense of quality uh wholesomeness if you will they obviously it's a, a different point in time so you get the time loop or uh difference it's kind of like a culture shock uh just from like a decade or so but even over 50 or 40 years you get to see how people operated and how they talked and uh when i'm looking into all these different characters i'm always thinking like yo I can definitely, you know, rip that person's face and then put this person on something else. But if I put them here, I don't know if that will work. Like, it's certain things and qualities that, you know, I always want to, to keep and omit the things that uh, would make it seem like I just ripped a character off the page of something else. And uh, I was talking about this with someone. I'm like, this is how you pay homage. This is how you come up with characters. This is how original content is birthed by you seeing all these different things and you not just seeing it like, oh, well, I wish I could do that. No, it, it's more or less, oh, well, I just created another character from that. Let me go write this down or let me put this in my, my notepad or uh, my notes in my phone. And that's what inevitably happened over uh, the past two, three weeks of me watching uh, these older films. And I, I wanted to create another strong female character and I wanted to, you know, craft into this, you know, mystery or mistaken identity with uh, another male character. And that was just from the jump of me, you know, beginning my fifth book. That was unanimous, unanimous. And um, the thing or the overlaying theme that kept coming into, you know, my mind was uh, motives. You know, how do people live and the choices that they live and how do they choose what is good or bad? And then how do they even choose or, or determine these things? What is entertainment to them? What are the things that they enjoy doing? Uh, is it just drinking? Is it just, you know, partying? Is it just sex? It's these, you know, subtle things that us as human beings, behaviorally, we have, you know, cultured ourselves into, you know, our mind and our psyche. But to someone else who is starting from a blank slate, um, their memory is wiped clean, uh, what is it that drives them? What force uh, would be their motives if not just a style on somebody? They got, you know, a house full of clothes and stuff and, you know, what do they want to do? They would throw parties and, you know, style on people type deal. If someone was a former chef, then he would have this itch to, you know, be surrounded by food or something like this and to serve it and you, can, you get what I'm going at. And so that's kind of where I've been leading into uh, for the past couple of weeks. And I'm looking into characters, uh, you know, Cliff Montgomery from uh, old school, you know, Elizabeth Taylor type deal. Uh, what do you call this? Uh, just obviously older characters who have a sense of style, maybe Joan Crawford or something like this. And uh, I want to introduce them or reintroduce them to my, you know, memory and see what I can do as far as influences. So that's kind of where my mind has been at. Uh, shout out to all these other people and 
people who are doing artificial intelligence, I'm assuming you should just, you know, copyright yourselves and copyright your voices now. Uh, that's kind of where we're at <laughs> in 2023. And I have no qualms with this. And it's pretty much us as human beings. Oh, this also, and I'm glad I brought this up, brings me into the next conversation or another part of, you know, my fifth book into this integration into, you know, singularity theory, uh, this combination between man and machine and creating whatever it is that comes from it. If it is not just, you know, a cyborg or an Android, uh, the differentiations in how people can, you know, have this marriage of science fiction and real life. Uh, it's pretty much here. <laughs> and if you don't know now, you should know uh, when you research, uh, you know, developmental technologies, uh, cloud storage and or, you know, blockchains and double blockchains or even any of that. You know what I'm saying? Companies and corporations have known about it for well over two decades of how and what was coming. And, uh, you know, kids from MIT and other base basic places uh, have been supplementing, you know, the technology and the ideas. And so now, you know, it, you get it from the government level and then it trickles down, it trickles down to us as people and the consumers. And, you know, now is the time for, you know, artists to basically establish what we have in our heads uh, for the next generation and the generation after that and the generation after that as what we deem as an art versus what other people are, you know, classifying as popular. It will always be pop culture, but the art form, the true essence of what someone uh, does and what someone feels has never been uh, this marriage just from birth uh, with money. And so I want to make a comment on that. Now I'm just going to like, you know, interject this into my story of, uh, what people will have a problem with, you know, 50 years from now, 10 years from now, uh, definitely, you know, ripping off a page of Futurama, uh, which I think I commented on the last podcast where they were voting and people had problems with what they were voting about. And I think it was obviously a disembodied head or something like this in a jar <laughs> and uh, all the robot vote uh, voted for the jar uh, that was on top of a robot because they thought it was daring and, you know, debonair, whatever that person said. I mean, it's completely politically uh, driven and, you know, satirically written, but it's definitely something to pay attention to. Uh, if you are a science fiction fan, if you are a lover of all these different things that are happening uh, all at once, and I think that's a movie happening, what's everything happening once or something like this? I have watched that movie too. But that, that's generally the sense and the sentiment that I get uh, every time I wake up in the morning, every time I look at my family, is that there's so much happening at once and I'm so blessed and so thankful um, to even see this uh, just once and to not take anything for granted and to jump in, you know, and be a part of it um, the best way that I can and to, you know, create this space for others to cognitively uh, communicate. Uh, when, you know, communications uh, will cease or uh, when they will be mixed or, or people get their ideas or what they truly intend uh, could be lost in what is that they're, they're bringing. So to just bring that and, you know, have this sentiment uh, is kind of what I've been working on. I'll be looking for more 
tidbits to the story that I'm adding on. I'm definitely going to watch a Bollywood story tonight and uh, definitely have to find a good one, <laughs> which conversely, they're all good. I mean, it's a whole genre of movie, which is, I guess, the size of Hollywood itself, hence the word Bollywood. But I'm definitely going to watch another retro movie, um, definitely something uh, 1980s, maybe, you know, uh, Blade Runner or something like this. I've been mentioning that. And uh, just getting into the cartoons again, uh, I was looking into the Green Lantern earlier today and the Green Lantern Corps. Uh, I watched it a long time ago when it first first came out, like 2013 or something like this. But uh, I'm definitely going to check that out again. Shout out to uh, Hal Rayner, I think that's his name, Hal Jordan, I think that's the guy from DC. Green Lantern Corps, shout out to those guys. <laughs> and shout out to you guys for listening. So this is V, aka Vernon English. Uh, bless you all. Peace.